0: This is the Fantasy Ladder Podcast, episode 45. We are now on to the divisional round of the playoffs. Once again, I'm your host, Steve, at Fantasy Ladder, and this podcast is brought to you by the IDP Guys Network. So welcome back once again, my fantasy football friends and family. Let's climb the ladder of fantasy football together. So as I said off the top, we are now on to the divisional round, and we are going to Uh, basically set things off here going through the schedule of when the games are going to occur, go over some of the uh, over-unders and and, uh, lines of the game And then we will kick things off with the Eagles, then the Giants, then the Jaguars, and then the Chiefs, hearing from uh, some of my favorite people in in the fantasy football community and uh, fantasy writers as well. So, uh, just to start things off, uh, the the, uh, divisional round uh, matchups, of course, uh, on Saturday, the matchup will begin with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored here at minus eight and a half with an over under set at 53 points. Then we have the Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are favorited here, um, rightfully so, at uh, minus 7.5 with an over-under set at 48. Then on Sunday... Early game, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. I uh, got the match, the, the the rematch there from uh, Week 17 that, of course, was not able to be fully played out. But glad to see uh, Demar Hamlin uh, progressing well and spending some time with the team. That's great. Uh, the Bills are favored here at minus five and a half. But the over/under currently set at 48. There has been a little bit of movement on that line, as well as the line with the uh, later game, and that's the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are currently favored at minus four with the over under set at 46. So, we're going to start things off by talking about the Philadelphia Eagles with our guy, Joe. So, Joe, please tell us where they can find you on Twitter and please mention any content you got coming out for us.
1: Uh, sure. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, so, uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, jgoody77. Um, All the content coming out for me is on DynastyProsFootball.com. We are currently right now working on um, our first mock rookie draft, and we're going to go all four rounds. Uh, So we're going to be pushing that out um, probably the next week or so. And uh, we aren't done pushing content out. Everybody's getting ready for the playoffs and then getting everybody ready for next year um so you know unfortunately or fortunately for those who love, love it uh fantasy football is a year round sport so we're ready to go
0: that's right that's right yeah especially in in the dynasty realm just a- any kind of edge you can find you can certainly find it at, at dynastyprosfootball.com where we are writers or at least part of the team there so so that's fantastic i appreciate you coming on and of course we have the common interest in in being philadelphia eagles fans so 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 we get the Giants. Um, curious about your your reaction to that matchup and then uh what are you most confident about with this matchup and what are you least confident about going into this matchup
1: i I mean i love the matchup first of all um and you know saying that with with confidence is pretty much in every skill position if you went head to head um the eagles are going to be ahead in just about every dynamic One can argue that Saquon Barkley individually is a more gifted runner than Miles Sanders. Um, But on the other side of it, when you look at their running game versus the Eagles running game, um, I still will lean towards the Eagles running game all day long. But, you know, with that, the confidence, um, the elite talent has to play like elite talent. And if that's going to be your, you know, bread and butter, then that's what's got to happen. And we saw that in the first matchup. Where the Eagles, bread and butter, killing them down the field, just absolutely all over the place. And then the key to that is the defensive line, seven sacks in that first game, and they didn't let the Giants get going at all. Um, and when you're forcing turnovers and you're getting after the quarterback, no quarterback, I don't care what quarterback it is, they're not going to be successful. Um, so confidence is that's got to happen again. And let's hope that. The Eagles defensive line and the rotation is just about tweaked perfectly with that bye week and everybody's health is getting better. And, you know, some of those middle guys looked a little bit tired in the middle. Um, And I'm still waiting. I haven't seen it yet about whether Robert Quinn is a 100 percent go guy. I know that he was a limited participant today. So having him just again, another one of those bodies in that rotation and the Eagles will be set.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. When, when, when that defensive line is right um, it, it's a lot of wrong for, 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 for the opposition. So uh, and hopefully that they get back to that because, you know, with, with Josh sweat back, I think he'll, he'll be active as well after the, uh, kind of a scary uh, injury against the Saints there, but I think you should be back for this one. Uh, just a really brutal line to have to stop, and and what you want to do is try to bring Daniel Jones back to how he's been playing in years prior. He's had a very great season. Got to give him a lot of credit. You got to give Brian Dable a lot of credit, but that's what we want to see is kind of throw him off of his game. I uh, try to limit his his rushing attempts. As far as I'm concerned, with um, and just really just let him rely on that kind of suspect uh, receiving core. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I think I think Barkley going to eat kind of like no matter what. But if we can really limit Daniel Jones's ability to to escape the pocket um, and really make him make good throws, I think that would be the the best key to success. Granted, like you said, that our players play the way they should, right? So so if Hertz is back to his old self and AJ Brown and Devonta Smith are doing their thing, um and Dallas Goddard of course, too. I'm I yes. just am a little nervous because uh you know week 18 was was a little shaky. I mean we, we pulled out the, the the victory, you know, it was a little shaky after uh the couple weeks there with, with Gardner win with Gardner Minshew. So that would be the only thing I'm a little iffy on is, you know, can they get back to where they were, you know, before the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, um, bears game essentially, right. Where, where Jalen hurts, uh, ended up getting hurt. So yeah, and it's going to be a fun one for sure. It's a third time playing this team in, in nearly two months, obviously week 18, you really can't compare because the giants smartly, uh, wisely did, did not play a lot of their starters and, and things like that, which obviously makes sense. But the time before week 14 in their house, Absolutely took it to them, so I, I think uh, I'm with you on, on on the confidence, but it is always like cautious optimism, right? Because the Giants kind of like to operate in 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 this territory of just kind of like, you know, playing on on the road. I think a lot of their Super Bowl runs kind of had a similar path. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but this is like kind of like it's it's not unfamiliar territory for them to kind of be in that kind of a position. Obviously, very different teams and and coaching staffs and everything else, but. It's just uh, its just one of these things you just have to execute and it's not doing anything stupid, you know, which at this point, uh, there really hasn't been that many uh, bad turnovers per se, the, the, the Miles Sanders fumble against Dallas, whatever, but most mostly has been pretty solid. So as long as they take care of business, I think I'm with you in that um, they can uh, come out uh, victorious, you know?
1: Yeah, and I, and I would add this. I wouldn't put it past the Eagles that, they didn't want to put stuff on tape in week 18 that other teams would get a hold of. And even though it wasn't pretty, I think they were just using tried and true play calling that everybody knows, but they're like, we're, we're going to just do it because we know we're going to do it better than you're going to defend it. And then vice versa, like we're gonna let your offense do what they want because defensively we're gonna we're gonna be very vanilla. We're gonna stay in our shell zone and we're gonna let you take underneath because we don't wanna do anything crazy with our defensive linemen. We don't wanna show any stunts. We don't want to do anything with our our safeties where they're cheating up. And you know, I think the Eagles, I'm I'm I just kind of have this like weird feeling that they sit in the back going, oh, we've been working on this stuff for like months and wait till the Giants see it this weekend. And I have a feeling that's what we're gonna see. I love it.
0: Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. I wonder if there is, if if there's any like Boston Scott related, like prop bets out there. Cause he does have 10, I think it's 10 career touchdowns against just the giants. It's insane. He is like the giant killer. So, uh, I'll, I'll have to look around for, 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 for that. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for, for this game and, um, yeah, I think, I think there is a pretty good case for, for the Eagles to succeed. Um, I think there is a world that that exists where, where, where they could lose, but I just think a lot would have to go wrong, um, where even if the Giants are playing above average, we, we would still, generally speaking, come out on top like 9 out of 10 times. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, uh, just remind everyone where they can find you, and um just want to say thanks for coming on.
1: Hey, I appreciate that. Again, uh, dynastyprosefootball.com. Um, and, you know, my other little key point, and I always like looking for like a small little nugget of something to like, you know, pay attention to because, you know, I, I coach and I always tell my guys don't always follow the ball, follow other things going on. And here's one of the ones I'm going to follow field position. Mm -hmm. Brett Kern does not look like an all pro punter that he was for Tennessee and his 40 yards of punt is not going to be good enough in this game. If the Eagles are kind of playing it a little bit slower and going through that. So like one of the things I'm looking for is to kind of keep an eye out on that. And like, how does that change a little bit for us when those fourth and ones and twos, and we get a little more aggressive because that punt game is like, just has not been crisp at all, and you know, beginning of the season I didn't like Sipas really much at all, and I was just like, you know, we had a really really good punter, and then we just let him go because we're like, who wants to pay a punter that much? But that's going to be one of the keys I'm looking for is field position in this game, um, and then you know, right now doing a ton of work, we're getting ready for the new de- like. The Devies are getting ready. Rookies are getting ready. Keep a lookout for all that in content in DynastyProsFootball.com, um, and you can hit me up at jgoody77 on Twitter. be happy to bring up whatever I'm looking at, and we can talk more about it. And, you know, as I would always say, go Birds.
0: I love it. All right, Joe, uh, thanks for coming on, buddy, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right?
1: All right, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
0: Yep, you got it. And now we're going to go to the other side of the matchup. Uh, we bring on Ryan. So Ryan, please tell us uh, where they can find you on Twitter, and please uh, tell everyone uh, what kind of content you got coming out.
2: Uh, hi, everyone. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Ramsaran. Um, spelling might be a little crazy, but you can just check it out on the screen here. Um, got uh, content out, articles on rotoviz.com, Roto Baller. And uh, now that we're hitting Dynasty Dynasty's peak. Uh, I'm gonna be uh back putting out some content with um Dynasty Pros where I met our host Steve and uh Dynasty nerds as well. So I'm gonna have a lot of content, a lot of articles coming out uh this week and next and this uh this off season for sure. Yeah,
0: it's pretty impressive. I, I definitely wanted you to to rattle off all the places where, where you're writing, otherwise, you know, I would have probably fumbled a couple of those. But but that's fantastic. Uh obviously, you got a lot going on, you got a lot coming out, so that's great. Um so, obviously, Ryan, uh, you are representing the the Giants in this matchup. So, before we get to the matchup against the Eagles, I am very curious uh, just about your reaction to the, the win on the road against the Vikings. Uh, so, if you could please share uh, thoughts on that uh, before uh, talking about
2: the Eagles. Um, I was ecstatic. Uh, just where they've come this season, getting nine wins. The coaching has really, Brian Dayball has done a magnificent job. Um, going on the road to Minnesota, where Kirk cousins is at his prime at home. Um, he struggles a bit on the road, but at home he's been pretty much on point all season. So to bring out a win there was huge. I think the defense came up really, really big. I mean, holding Justin Jefferson to under 50 yards is that's an accomplishment just on its own. Um, yeah, TJ Hawkinson was causing a bit of problems, but, uh, um, and I was a little afraid, uh, coming near the end of the game, especially with that, uh, roughing the passer call which did not look like roughing the passer at all but so that's what got me a little on the edge of my seat but um (laughs) the defense were able to come through and uh i think it it was uh huge i think they're coming in with big momentum going into saturday and uh it'll be it'll be tough but i'm hoping they could they could pull out another w they um they've surprised everyone this year so hopefully they could surprise everyone again on saturday
0: yeah no and that's really has been the the uh, story of the team as far as I'm concerned uh, just many times throughout the course of this season I thought well you know surely you know they 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 got away with the win there but that's not going to keep happening that just kept happening you know so it really speaks volumes to to the uh, coaching staff there um Brian Dable was my early season uh coach of the year pick um but there actually has been a lot of very interesting developments over the course of the league i think that still holds strong but there are um a lot of uh, cases to be made uh, elsewhere as well so yeah another another one of those games where it could have gone either way and they they won a very decisive game against the vikings uh on the road it it was good stuff and uh there there was a a stat that uh g-men j shared in the episode last week where he said that the giants are undefeated when daniel jones rushes 10 or more times in a game that held true once again here uh uh, against the Vikings so so that's what has me worried as an Eagles fan if if Daniel Jones is going to run wild but going into this uh, matchup against the Eagles here Ryan I just uh would love to hear your thoughts on on what you're most confident in heading into this matchup and what you might be the least confident in uh for, from from the Giants perspective uh against the Eagles
2: so what I'm least confident in and what I'm a little worried about is the the passing game um especially against a defense, which I think the Eagles defense this year had a franchise record 70 sacks, um, which that is unreal on its own. And uh, they going from a game where Minnesota this year allowed the most yards to wide receivers, receiving yards, and then going to the Eagles who allowed the fourth fewest receiving yards to receivers this year, I think we're going to expect a big Saquon Barkley game. Uh, I think he's going to get a lot of usage, um, especially with the Giants' Wide receiving corpse. Like this is not the corpse you thought of at the start of the season. I mean, yeah. No one was envisioning Isaiah Hodgins being the WR one and Richie James Jr. and Darius Slayton as the whole core. Um, so losing Sterling Shepherd and Wandell Robinson was huge this year. Um, so that's why I'm just happy that uh, they made it this far, especially with that receiving corpse. And they've really they've really stepped up. Like Isaiah Hodgins has been on point. Darius Slayton has made some huge plays, especially last week. Um, I just think Philly's uh, pass defense is going to be really, really tough. So I think they're going to, I think Dable's going to put together a really big Saquon game and some really big usage um, and try to get Daniel Jones to get the ball out of his hands really quick, whether it's to hand it off or whether it's to check it down or throw it to one of the receivers really quick. Because um, the team going up against a team that has 70 sacks this year, that's uh that's a bit scary. They got um, seven sacks that first game earlier in the season. So uh, I think they're going to, Try and make a lot of really, really quick plays this year and uh, this game, and change it up a little bit differently than they did against the Vikings.
0: Yeah, certainly. I think it would be to the Giants' um, uh, benefit to try to keep the the Eagles' offense off the field. So I think if they can con if they can control the clock and be very successful in the running game, uh, that would be a very uh, nice key to victory. There's a really kind of an ugly. Eagles and Saints game at the end of the year, where the Saints just completely controlled the the game clock um, and, and just the overall uh, time of possession. It was crazy. They they started the game with like an 11, 11 minute drive or something, and it topped it off with it was like fourteen fifteen plays. It was it was insane, but like. <laughs> all this time went on and then like the, the Eagles were just playing catch up in that whole way. So if they didn't execute perfectly, it was like, well, how is this just going to keep happening where we just don't have the ball. So I think that would be a good way to, to get the Eagles rattled. Um, you know, so obviously a lot can happen if they start with the ball or they, or they don't start with the ball. You still got to execute and everything else. But yeah, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic of, regarding my Eagles, but I definitely see a scenario. You know, where 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 the Giants can come away with a uh, W. But um, so so you would be most concerned about the uh, Eagles' uh, defensive line, uh not so confident in your receiving core, but definitely are very confident in, in the running game uh, as far as the giants are concerned. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, I think that there definitely is a, is a pretty clear uh, case for, 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 for both teams to define success. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's definitely going to be a fun one. Um yeah, it's it's just one of these things. Playing against a, a division rival again, a team that yeah. uh, that that has faced each other three times now, uh, or the third time now in a, in a span of just under two months. It's going to be very interesting to see, you know, if if uh, something else uh, gives here. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I think the um the turnaround that the NFC East has had just in general has been unreal. I mean, you have three teams make the playoffs. One had the bye and two already got past Wild Card Weekend. I mean. Looking back at last year to this year, this whole division took such a jump. Even the commanders were like just on the edge of making the playoffs too. Like this was like such a big jump um, just for the division itself. Um, So yeah, I think Saturday is going to be a really big game, third time playing. Uh, I think it's going to be, I'm hoping the Giants pull out some surprises. I think Daybol's were cooking up something, Uh, especially against a tough team like Philly. You can't go in with your traditional game plan. Um, That's right. Against Minnesota, who has a weaker defense, you can, but not against Philly. So I think he's going to, cook up some cook up some plays even more fancy than daniel jones doing the statue of liberty play on, on uh, that, that was week.
0: pretty slick though that that, that, that yeah. was really I, I i saw that replay like like a dozen times that's just like mesmerized it was awesome yeah yeah They 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 kept comparing him to um jason williams who was like the old like sacramento king's um uh point guard like um white chocolate it was it chocolate, just was yeah. so <laughs> funny yeah oh my gosh it was great but yeah so um ryan i appreciate you coming on and talking about the giants uh just please remind everyone where they can find you and your content
2: uh yeah thanks for having me um you can check out uh my content on Rotoviz, um roto baller and uh this offseason going to be putting out some more content for both those sites and for uh Dynasty nerds and Dynasty pros. So, and uh, you can uh, check me out on Twitter at Ryan Ramsaran. Put it's posting some fantasy content on there, football, basketball, some betting content. So, uh, yeah, check it out. And you're a big movie guy too, right? You 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 enjoy the films. <laughs> uh, I am. Yeah, yeah, big movie guy. puts I uh, Put a lot of movie tweets too. So if you're into that, definitely uh, check it out.
0: I love that. Yeah. Maybe I'll need to have you on and talk about the Oscars or something. I don't know. I think that'll be fun.
2: But, uh, well, that'll be fun. I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's do it. But, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, uh, you, you're more than welcome to keep hanging out as we talk, uh, Chiefs and Jags. So uh, up to you, but I'll bring on our, our, uh, Jaguars, uh, representative here. I will bring on Brandon. So, Brandon, welcome back. Uh, you, you survived the wild card weekend. Uh, yeah. So tell everyone where they can find you and your content uh
3: yes so you can find her uh steve can you hear me i i, I saw that uh streamyard was kind of checking okay so yeah, yeah you can find the me uh, for IP guys. The top. yep yeah all right so you can find me on twitter at hey b3 and um i write for ip guys i'll be doing a lot of rookie profiles for the magazine and uh different things like that and for dynasty nerds um with the transfer portal deadline uh just wrapping up i'll be doing a debbie piece on all the players that are moving around in crazy college football now
0: oh that's awesome that's great i, I may need to check that out myself because i i certainly need some help in, in in the debbie world as as ryan knows as we're in that debbie league together but but either way uh yeah so if you could please give me the reaction to that Ridiculously insane wild card victory against the Chargers. What was going on in your head uh, from start to finish? And then obviously the sweet relief uh, afterward.
3: Right. So, um, definitely early on, you know, I thought we needed to start out strong. We definitely didn't do that. You know, Trevor probably had his worst game uh, he possibly could, but um, the Jaguars have come back from, um, you know, 17 point leads. Well, this one was a 27 point lead, but um, they did that against the Raiders and the Cowboys. And I thought, you know, um, when they finally got that touchdown in the first half, I kind of thought, you know, they could make this a game. I didn't think they would come back and win. Um, and then, you know, to start the second half, since the the Chargers had the ball, um, they didn't get the quick stop, but they did get the stop. And then, when the Jads started to, you know, score, and they looked more crisp on offense. Trevor had two completely different halves. Um, and I know the Chargers, they'll let you hang around because they can't run the ball. They don't like to run the ball. Um, and the funny thing is, usually Brandon Staley uh, gambles a lot, and it probably hurt him this game because he, he played it safe and kicked that field goal that they missed when it was fourth and three, where um, you, if you go for that, um, I think they probably make it. And if they make it, you know, that game's probably over. So um, crazy, you know, everything that happened, you know, went the Jaguars way. I was so happy that all the fans stayed, you know, for, you know, the stadium was full. Um, I was talking to some people and they said everyone's going to leave at half. And I was like, Duval's just a little different. Like they'll stick. You know, they get a lot of bad, you know, heat from national media, but it's just, they've been bad, but they'll, I was like, they're going to at least stick through the third quarter. And then when it was close, obviously most people stayed. So uh, it was crazy range of emotions. I was watching it at home Um, the whole fourth quarter. I didn't sit down. I was just pacing back and forth behind my, my, my couch. Uh, Even though that was a close field goal, uh, you know, I was still scared. And, you know, obviously that fourth and one call, um, crazy call, you know, and, and Doug Peterson has some, some brass ones, you know, to go for it on two and you know to run that play. Um yeah. you know, as you know as an Eagles fan. Um, but uh yeah very very exciting game and you know and really um make very good about Trevor because if he can have his all time low um uh come back strong um it was a, a great bounce back performance.
0: Yeah, it, it was pretty wild. Um, so so at one point, as you're well aware, uh, Trevor Lawrence had as many completions as he had interceptions. So um, at one point, he had four completions and four uh, picks. So just a, a remarkable comeback. But, but that fourth and one play call with, with ETN, perfectly executed uh it it, it was fantastic and and a a good point about the fans staying for the whole game i even myself was debating even watching the second half i'm like well why don't i just go to bed early for like once in my life and like feel well rested tomorrow i didn't i stayed up because i'm just like you know what we we have very precious little football left. Let's just watch it and just enjoy it, you know? And then it turned out to be just insane. So I'm all juiced up after this game. It wasn't even like the team I'm rooting for, but it, it was fantastic to see. Very happy for uh, Doug Peterson. As I, as I said uh, last week, um, I was very uh, thrilled for the team for that hire. Just didn't expect this kind of a turnaround so quickly. And I don't know um the, the decision that the Chargers made to play the starters in week 18, I think, just really bit them here. Um, unfortunately, with, with Mike Williams getting hurt, um, wasn't able to play. That may have been the difference in the game if, if he would would have been an option. I don't know. It's 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 all beyond us now. But it just really is a curious decision to make to start starters when the game just doesn't matter, like week 18 didn't matter. It just it's it's not one. But either way, thrilled for your uh Jaguars. And now of course they will be facing uh the Chiefs. We'll get to that matchup in just a second. I'm just gonna bring on Axton here. So Axton, he is the Axe Man himself. Axton, where can people find you and your content before we dig into the matchup?
4: Hey, thanks, Steve. Uh you guys can find my stuff uh anywhere and on anything IDP guys. Uh if i writing any articles. I've been more on uh, podcasts and on screen lately. So you can find us on YouTube and there's a lot of great stuff. Steve's on there, <clears throat> obviously broadcasting the show and there's a lot of great stuff up there. So uh, that's pretty well where you can find me.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So uh, we are going to start again with, with Brandon uh, on, on his side of the Jaguars and chiefs matchup here. So uh, Brandon, we already recapped uh, how, how uh, the Wild Card weekend went uh, please let me know what are you most confident about and what are you least confident about going into the matchup against the Chiefs.
3: Uh, I'm most confident that uh, I think I think they, the offense will come out strong. Being, I think they'll be able to move the ball, and I think I'm very confident that Doug is going to be like Doug and uh, take some chances. In the first meeting, we did an onside kick, the first play, got the ball, you know, but um, we didn't end up scoring. You know, I think for playing against the Chiefs. Um, that's going to be the biggest part, be scoring touchdowns, especially early Um, defensively, you know, um, it's not a great matchup because we don't really have the greatest corners um, and, you know, um, back in the defense. So they have all the receivers that he can pick you apart, but all it's going to be is, um, you know, bend, but don't break defense, try to cause, you know, a couple turnovers like we did in the first game. but Pacheco had a fumble and um, Mahomes had an interception. Actually, in the first game, we missed two field goals. You know, missed some opportunities. Um, you know, obviously, the Chiefs didn't play as well as they could have. You know, it was a 27-17 game, and we couldn't really get the ball back in the fourth quarter. But I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, and I think a lot of people in Jacksonville have been talking, to The confidence in the team, as we saw last week, even going down 27 to nothing and still having the belief they can win. I think even if there's a little bit of uh, adversity at first, they're still going to fight through that. Obviously, I don't think they can go down 27 to nothing like they did against the Chargers, you know, against Patrick Mahomes. But it's going to be right. big. Just keep the game into the fourth quarter and then, you know, just just let the team try to make a play there. Um, you know, it's a, obviously a tall task, but um, just everything that the Jets have done ever since they went 3-7, and seven, um, I don't think you can count them out for anything.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think the 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 win last week uh has already made it like beyond a successful season. Uh so definitely a lot to look forward to um, in the future here. But uh yeah, I think I think that's a very reasonable um outlook on the game against the Chiefs, uh for sure. Uh so how about you, Axton? Uh finally, uh you, you got like you got the Chiefs uh, back in action after the uh ever so clutch uh first round by um so Tell me about um, what what you're most confident in about your Chiefs uh, in general, but but especially uh, against the Jags. And what would you be the least confident in in this matchup, if if any?
4: I would have to say my confidence lies most within Andy Reid. Uh, he's just kind of proven to us all year long that he can make those right decisions, and it's kind of he kind of just puts it in the hands of the players uh, on big plays and things like that. He you know he makes the right calls, but we don't always execute in in clutch situations like this. So. I think that's kind of a big thing is uh, just maintaining control of this game and uh, getting uh, a little relaxed. Easy, you know, in turnovers, allowing the offense to, uh, the Jacksonville offense to operate smoothly. You know, I think a big thing is for our defense to uh, keep disrupting them. I think earlier in the year, uh, I'd say, I think it was week 10. Uh, when we played Jacksonville first, we were able to get back to Trevor Lawrence and get four sacks on him in that game. And I think that's going to be uh, kind of the one of the biggest things in this game is just our defense kind of our defensive line primarily putting pressure on, on Trevor Lawrence and just trying to force uh, any kind of turnovers. And I'd say that's probably where uh, my weakness lies as well, is because our defense hasn't really always performed uh, satisfactory, I guess you could say. We've kind of been the bottom of the league in about every category you can think of. But uh, what we do have, I think, going for us is uh, kind of our defense against the run. If we can kind of jam them up and make Trevor Lawrence throw the ball a lot, I think that's going to be uh, our best chance to really gain control. And then converting on offense, uh, we just really got to get first downs and just, like I say, have control over the game, you know, inch by inch, first down by first down, and just converting. We just got to convert and stay ahead of the game, stay ahead in this game. So uh, there's uh, – a. Andy Reid. Andy Reid's the confidence. The defense is kind of the, kind of my worrisome this uh, this week. So we'll see.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I I too would have a lot of confidence in in Andy Reid. You know, it is a, a battle of two very good coaches for sure. But um, Andy Reid definitely has. Has more than enough of, of of experience and um and where the Chiefs' defensive struggles lie. The the offense has been firing and on all cylinders. I was a little skeptical of that coming into the season. You know, without uh, Tyree Kill. You know, of course, and it was like. Tyree Ku. You know what I mean? Like it just, it just like seemed like they just were back to their old ways and, and Mahomes didn't skip a beat uh and and very well could could win uh uh he could be be the league MVP, you know, after after you know uh doing what he did. So really the the game plan most teams should have going up against the Chiefs is just try to put put up as many points as possible, just try to maintain that 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 uh, like just try to outpace them, right? That um, that that was the uh, sort of the game plan that I figured like like the Ravens would have to have against the Bengals last week um, with the you know depleted offense of the Ravens. You're going to want to try to score more points than the Bengals because it just they seem a little bit more outmatched there. But um, yeah, obviously that, that was a closer game than what we all thought. But yeah, I, I would feel pretty confident in in, in the Chiefs here. Um, you just don't want to like blow it and do something stupid. You know what I mean? So as long as you kind of keep things um steady, just keep keep the ball moving, I think uh things will be good there. I am curious if we're gonna see any more like ring around the rosy uh type stuff or if they'll just have like normal huddles uh in this one like like the, what, what, what they pulled against the against the Raiders there in week eighteen. But uh yeah I don't know. But uh very very much excited uh for this one uh for sure. But yeah. So um appreciate you guys all coming on. And uh, one more time, we'll all just go around and uh, just say where people can find you on online and just uh, mention uh, the content that you got coming out for us. So uh, we'll start with you, Axton.
4: Again, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Harding underscore three. Uh, I'm usually on there. If I'm not posting myself, I'm usually retweeting or interacting in some way, shape or form with uh, with you know, people, guys like Steve and, and anybody that I can, that I come across. So, uh, you can find me on Twitter and you can, you can find any content and, uh, and podcasts, videos and things like that on, on, uh, anything IDP guys, ID, IDP org uh, YouTube channel. We even have a discord chat for subscribers and such. So, uh, that's where you find me.
0: And I got to throw this out there. Axton, I had a very good, um, uh, waiver wire show uh, throughout the course of the season, so maybe we'll get a little bit more of that next year. Not sure, but at least this, at least this season, that that was very successful. So, so you definitely got a lot going for you, buddy. Uh, that's awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks yeah, of course. Absolutely. All right, Brandon. Uh, where can people find you, and what do you got coming out again?
3: Yeah, so on Twitter, you can find me on uh, at Hey Three. And again, um, on IDP, guys, do really diving into rookies now, do some profiles, possibly do some um, podcasts, you know, talking about that. And then for Dicey Nerds, really diving on, you know, the Debbie landscape, uh, the transfer portal and everything like that. So uh, just, you know, be on the lookout for that. And uh, thanks again, Steve, for having me on. Go Jags.
0: There you go. All right, Ryan, uh, send us home.
2: All right. You can uh, once again find me on Twitter at Ryan Ramsaran. Uh, we'll have some articles going out on RotoViz, RotoBaller, and then this offseason, Dynasty Nerds and Dynasty Pros. And uh, yeah, check me out on Twitter, putting some more betting content. And if uh, you're into movies and movie tweets, I'll put a lot of those too. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on again, Steve. Yep, you got it. And again, I
0: would say best luck to your Giants, but I'm really not going to mean it. So, uh, I'm obviously hoping that, that the Eagles win this one, but yeah. But yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh best luck to your teams except for Ryan. Um and yeah, uh, we will have a fun weekend here and a, a very busy offseason as we are all um, you know, pretty uh strong uh dynasty writers and and players. So so that, that that'll, that'll be fun. Lots to look forward to there. That's going to be it. Uh, That is the divisional round preview uh, part one. Uh, The next part, we will cover the uh, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, and 49ers. But until then, uh, best of luck and keep climbing.